Welcome to the Entrepreneur Success Formula podcast, where we'll be getting down to earth with real entrepreneurs who work hard and know that success is more than a mindset because it takes blood, guts, and a bucket full of luck to survive and thrive in the world of business today. My name is Demi Mark Smith, and I am the author of the Entrepreneur Success Formula How Thriving Business Owners Actually Do It, and the host for today's show. And I'm going to be asking 10 quick fire questions to today's entrepreneurial guest, who is. Jeff Gosling, who is an award-winning business planning and growth specialist and owner of Processional Effects Limited, helping business owners define and overcome things that hold them back. So, Jeff, welcome to the show. Thank you, Damien. Great to be here. Thanks for asking me on. My absolute pleasure. I've, I've had quite a few guests recently that have got a bit more time on their hands, funnily enough. <laughs> I've got a few that haven't. Uh, I'm very busy at the moment. So <laughs> I was going to say, opposite, but if you're anything like me, you'll be absolutely um, crazily busy at the moment. So uh, tell me a little bit about your business. Why did you start it? And when did you start it? And how did you get your first customer? Um, okay, yeah, I started my business a few years ago, 2017. Um, why did I start it? Well, I've been working out with people's businesses for many years, helping them grow their businesses. And um, it took about a year to decide what I want to do for the rest of my life on my own terms and um, took the plunge. Predominantly, it's driven by, you know, good assessment of what I like doing, what I want to do, for, you know, forever, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, using a lot of the stuff I'd already been doing for 20 odd years, plus learning a lot. And then um, this was what, what, uh, what panned out. I met with um, some people from Action Coach, I met some of their clients. Also done some other work, like John Morello at Value Builder. So it's just basically been a fantastic uh, opportunity to grow and learn myself and bring some other people along as well. So what were you doing before? Where were you working before? Um, I worked at a number of companies, predominantly professional service support businesses, where I'd go in. I called them projects, but apparently there's there's trendy names these days. It's called intrapreneur. So I was kind of working within businesses, helping business owners grow their businesses, usually from kind of, senior director or vice president positions, depending on who they were or what they needed. Um, so yeah, generally it was helping people grow businesses whilst working for them. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. What, um, what's been the biggest mental challenge? I mean, obviously you help, you help your clients overcome mental challenges, but what's been your biggest mental challenge you've had to overcome as an entrepreneur? I do indeed. I work with some lovely people at MindFlick, um, the guys who work with the Olympic teams on mindset coaching. Um, it's a subject I know well. Um, yes, the toughest mindset challenge I've had, that would actually have been in year two. I think year one, um, I flew, I won awards for growing my business faster than anyone else and got to speak at conferences and, and did really well. And I, I, I tried really hard, really pushed to avoid any kind of complacency. But as we all find in business, um, each step you get to, doesn't get easier you've got to learn a new bunch of stuff and a bit of complacency must have set in there subconsciously so basically my business dipped um you know the magic wasn't working obviously you get busier with other things like servicing clients and looking after people and their challenges as well as your own business um and so basically i had a, uh, as we all do a plateau a bit of a sink and had to turn it around um and that was i'm in a great environment a great community so that helped um, but it was tough for a good two or three months where you're constantly just keep going, just keep going, just keep going, getting the right, learn and learn and learn and work and work and work until you come out the other side of it. Um, I think the real learnings I actually took in the first couple of years of the business were mostly from that second year in the tough times. Because mm. when things are flying and you're getting clients and it's all going well, it, it seems easy, but obviously you're not learning much. You don't really understand how you've done it or why you've done it. So I think, yeah, turning things around and realising that 
it's not a straight curve. It's, it's even though you're pre-warned, it's not a straight curve, and you're going to hit lows. When you were down in that pit moment, what was the what was the kind of the the spark, the mental spark that like pulled you out of it? What did you? I think the um, the Jim Rohn quote, and it's a longer quote. I'll give you the abridged version. But don't wish it were easier. Wish you were better. So if you're not getting where you want to be, you just need to be better at stuff. <laughs> so I just said, look, okay, I've got to get, what do I need to get better at? Um, and, uh, and also, I'm lucky, as I said, I, I've got, I had a coach, um, still do, and, um, yeah, you know, you've got that outside view, uh, look at what you have achieved, and, um, and again, just work on the mindset stuff that I work with people and do it myself, a bit of your own medicine. <laughs> If you had to start all over again from scratch, what is the very first thing you would do differently? Ooh. Um, I think plan and think bigger. Yeah, I think a lot of people start off on their own and think I'll be happy on my own until such time and they kind of get trapped in that solopreneur's trap of sort of get a few clients, have to service them, get a few clients, have to service them. Um, so I think thinking bigger, planning quicker, it actually takes the same amount of effort to plan bigger. You've got to do it anyway. And whatever you're planning to get bigger at, it'll push you through some of the other stuff. Crucially, it inspires you or pushes you to look at who you need in your team faster. Um, the quicker you can get to invest in great team people. They don't have to be full-time employees. We're talking part-time or, or, or help or, or, or consultants, whatever, you know, like people on consultancy or self-employed type basis. Just getting people in better at what you're, the stuff we, we've all got stuff we're not great at. You know, it's natural, whatever your preferred profile or behavioral styles are, there's other people better at the other ones. So the quicker you can plug the gaps and get great at leading and bringing those people in, the quicker you grow. And the more you put that off and try and do it your own until you get some money, you just get into this cycle of a trap. So yeah. probably just think bigger to start with and go for it. If it's a bit scary and you don't know how to do it, great. It'll show you how to, what you need to learn to get there. Yeah, I know the um, there's uh, one of my clients based over in Western Australia. He he set up a business and he went and got himself an office in London and, and a secretary. And the only reason he did that is because he thought, if I don't do that, I won't do what I need to do to pay her <laughs> or pay it. Yeah, there's a spark something there that I hear quite a lot. You know, you've got to create a vacuum. <laughs> you've got to fill it. <laughs> create something that's got to be filled, a number. If you need it, you'll do it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was a brilliant bit of advice. Another one that, that, that I heard recently was uh, fail sooner. Yeah, absolutely. People put off failing and it just, all they do is delay success. <laughs> I was like, what's the point of that? Yeah. yeah I love really. it. You, if you were in charge of UK business, I'm going to specifically say now, because why not, you know, with, with COVID-19 still hanging around, well, I think it will for a while. Um, but if you're in charge of UK business right now, what legislation would you introduce to help entrepreneurs specifically? Oh, I've been harping on about this for ages. Um, all business, I mean, 95% of businesses fail. 50% in the first two years, 80% in the first five years. What a waste of time, effort and passion. And um, you know, to me, it's very simple. If you had state, if I'm not big on state control, but if you're proper state subsidized, business education, mentoring, coaching, leadership, you know, all the stuff that people need to get from starting out in business to being successful, because there's a lot to learn. You can't do it on your own, it's impossible. There's so many books to read. So to me, if you could state sponsor that, subsidize it, it shouldn't be free because you've got to invest in your own development, but subsidize such that people at varying levels can get involved. What a return on investment. Instead of all those businesses failing, they succeed, they employ people, they pay taxes, they become customers for other businesses. 
I mean, it's just a no-brainer to me. It just seems bizarre that all these people fail and then people wonder why there's no tax money. Can I add something to that? Because I think that's a brilliant idea. And what, what I would also like to see is some sort of performance-based payment payback. So, yeah, 100%. Yeah, you should pay back for it. It's your education, yeah. Absolutely. So once you actually complete it, like we'll pay for it. But you know, yeah. we'll, you can do it, but you've got to pay up front. But then once you complete it and show you've actually done it, then we'll give you the, the give you some of it back. Because yeah, the, so many people buy courses and programs, yeah. and then expect it. You know, just expect the buying of it to like make a difference. I don't know. It's just no, no. It's got to be the Hundred percent agree. That's yeah. I think we're on the same page there. You just see so many people floundering or struggling, even when they're later on in their businesses, and and it's just they plateau. They just haven't learn to get to the next level yeah it's such a shame because there's plenty of people out there know how to do it and we can train more people and leverage it yeah and whilst we're here let's introduce entrepreneurship and business skills at blooming school come on let's do it <laughs> it's ridiculous, isn't it? oh unbelievable <laughs> well that's definitely one of the things to do everyone's sort of trained in school and university to get specialist 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 and become employee because the whole education system is designed to create employees for people to pay for it in the first place which is businesses yeah, uh, big factories. So yeah, for me, that's one of the passions as well, creating more time in due course when my business is flying to get into schools and educational places, normally between about the ages of 16 and 20 odd. I think it's too yeah. many people getting tied down with what qualifications they've got and they're not doing enough around what they could do on their own. Although to be fair, I think each generation is getting so much stronger at getting out on their own anyway, so. Yeah, I think so, I think, you, I think you're right there. What's been your best marketing tactic and why? Um, and that runs with my personal flow. Um, so for me, it's all about building no like and trust quickly and my first clients and all that and how I grew all came from network and referral and increasingly that's becoming strategic partnerships. So just create raving fans and get on with people and help them. Um, no shortcut to that. Um, to leverage and do more that doesn't involve lots of my time. I'm, I'm built, my marketing team is growing around doing that online with LinkedIn. Uh, bringing people into groups and webinars um, things like this these are all great for just um, just giving value giving help getting out there um, I think with what, what what I do and similar to yourself you can't say what it is I mean ultimately you just give value help people fantastic and speaking of value podcasts what's what's your favorite business book or podcast and why or both um, I read a lot I'm, I'm a challenge with listening um i am challenged with listening i kind of just i don't know why i just guess <laughs> we all learn differently and i love a book uh, whether that be we're doing the video or... version of this now <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and, 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 oh, oh i did video <laughs> exactly so um podcast there's a i mean the main the main mantra guy i guess uh, that i've engaged with because he invented business coaching and i know him and he's a, an, an amazing guy is brad shivers he's, he's bought and sold 60 70 businesses does a little drive time lovely little snippets little things like that where you're just picking things up all the time mm. um in terms of books oh my god i read a lot of books so, so i could bore you are you okay if i give a couple of books or? yeah go for it go on <clears throat> okay well underpinning everything to me and the old version is very tedious to read to get a modern version is napoleon hill think and grow rich it's mm -hmm. not the greatest read, but it's, it just underpins everything. So just read it, listen to it, whatever, the modern version thing. Um, in terms of general business, I mean, I've got a list, if anyone wants to, I can share it with you for your podcast. Oh, I've yeah, got kind of, I've got a list of books that I say to anyone. I get a lot of people reaching out to me who want to go into business. And I literally say, well, just read those first before you do. <laughs> and, um, and one is just a real nice practical book uh, by Gino Whitman called Traction, which 
most people have looked at and heard of, but it's very practical. It takes you through the steps. It's nice and practical, action-based. Um, instant cash flows when I give to all my clients when I start. And Brad Schubert's book is kind of a summary and it gives you the numbers you need in your business as well as how to market, which you've got to do to start. Um, there's a really good book that I've just recently read, actually, because people don't do enough thinking. And it's called um, The Road Less Stupid by Keith Cunningham. So that's my little favourite at the moment I recommend to people. Um, it's a brilliant book. It's all about the importance of thinking. It's got loads of questions in there about challenging your thinking. And it's really good because anyone who's been in business for a while can look back and say, oh, my God, if I didn't thought about that more, I wouldn't have done that thing. I'd have made a better decision. Yeah. And any of that wasted time and money calls that the dumb tax. I know we call it the stupid tax. Um, but crucially, I just love that concept of avoiding your dumb tax by learning from students. There's also okay. things like Seven Habits, Stephen Covey, and Atomic Habits by just getting a discipline in bus by James Clear. There's some brilliant books out there about building habits and focus. Compound effect, another good one. Yeah, there's, um, there's some amazing books out there. And uh, I'm actually just going to throw, throw a podcast in here as well for... Uh, uh, for everyone who's listening, because the Rob Moore podcast with Richard Cock, who does the 80-20 principle, is brilliant. And Richard Cock's amazing because he's so funny. He's just when basically, I'm lazy, right? So he said, the reason, the reason I kind of came up with this is because I'm actually really lazy and I like sunshine. And like, to pay for my places, I had, to get, I had to get quite smart about what I had to do. Um, and, and it's just brilliant. And, you know, I love Rob Moore and I love Richard Cox. So it's, it's a great podcast, well worth a listen. Um, I should check that one out because I'm a big fan of the 80-20 Proto principle and, and leveraging time is one of my main focuses in my business for me right now. So, awesome. yeah, If you want something done, give it to a lazy person because they'll find brilliant ways to do it. That's the thing. Also, you just, they just focus on, I think, what's the best way to do it? Well, if I have to do those 20% of high value stuff, it saves me doing the 80% of nonsense. Yeah. Too many business owners spend too much time on the 80% of nonsense. Oh, no, they think they should be so busy when actually they should just be working smart. <laughs> think, read the books, yeah. Just like, oh, no, someone else has done it. Learn from them. Thanks. Oh, no. Right, uh, Jeff, what is your morning routine? Uh, oh, good question. My morning routine um, it involves uh, obviously the usual uh, cleaning myself and getting up. Um, drinking lots of water and rehydrating. Um, in the shower, I typically do my sort of gratefulness stuff, thinking about just setting your mind right, thinking how lucky you are before you set off with all the things you've got to do that day. I have some stretches I have to do. Um, and while I'm doing those, I do, I don't know if uh, a lot of people, it took me a while to sort of adopt these, but they really, really work. I call them the I am statements, your affirmations. Sounds a little bit Californian, but anyone who's working on their mindset and you've got a lot of negativity going on all day and fear and doubt and uncertainty, so adopting really struck. I've struggled with the kind of shouting at the mirror bit, but I have recorded them on, on the phone and I just played them a number of times when needed. And if you're constantly uh, kind of setting that positive mindset with, with I am, specifically focused on what you need to achieve and where you want to be and what you really are, uh, that really works well. Um, then it's, um, I tend, depending on the day, I have different days, but then it's typically um, a focus on learning first thing while I'm bright half an hour just do half an hour a day um don't kill it um and so and that gets me into the day pretty well fantastic what do you think business and especially your industry right so coaching consulting what do you think that's going to look like in 50 years from now um well i think there'll be an enormous amount of content and ability to get access to what you need when via virtual reality uh, by kind of like artificial intelligence and just it'll be there 
So there's no doubt that there's a lot of stuff. I think the one area which differentiates consultancy from coaching, um, you know, consulting, mentoring, which I don't do consultancy anymore, I've done it in the past, but mentoring I do as well as, as education and coaching. Um, I think consultancy is about kind of finding out what people's problems are and giving them the solutions. And I think that will become increasingly um, covered by all this content and artificial intelligence. I think truly helping people to grow personally, ask them the right questions, challenge them. I think that's going to always have value. I think there'll always be that because it's very, very intuitive and creative. Um, it's a human exercise. Um, I'm not saying they could never invent a computer to do it, but there's a, a real trust relationship there as well. Mm. Um, so I, I, I may be wrong. I'm 50 in a, in a week, so uh, I may not be here, but um, presuming I am, I'd be interested to see. But I certainly think for the foreseeable, the one thing that people need is um, another human being in some way, shape or form, support, challenge and, and, and help them develop. And that's been proven in sport and whatever, and acting and whoever stands up and shows you their gold medals or their awards typically thanks a few people. I think we'll still need people around us and I think that's a natural requirement for us. I think we love it. It's the social side of it as well. For anyone listening to the podcast and not watching the video, get over to the video on YouTube and have a look at Jeff because he doesn't look 50. He looks about 40. <laughs> so his morning routines obviously work. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. What is your favorite business entrepreneurial movie and why? And if they made a movie about you and your business, who would play the starring role? Blimey. There's a question. Great business movie. I don't know if it's a business movie. Um, I might have to think about that. Uh, I like the ones that just show people, rightly or wrongly, usually ending up badly. But the people that just absolutely go for it fearlessly. Um, what's that? Is it Glenn, Gary, Glenn Roth? I've got to yeah. remember names. I'm not. And the other one, uh, what's the one? Uh, oh, uh, In Pursuit of Happiness? That's another one that comes up a lot. <laughs> Yeah, there's um I'm thinking of the one with um is it Tom Cruise in it? You know, the one with um Oh um Show Me the Money, yeah. Um, yeah, show, there's yeah, exactly, show me the money. I'm sorry, I'm old. Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire, I mean stuff like that. And yes, there's an example of how not to build culture and you know, all the old stuff. But fundamentally, when you see these people that just throw themselves into things fearlessly and get to somewhere at a rate that no, it's just they're just great to watch. Oh, but you can learn some stuff they shouldn't do because they usually end up kind of in a bad place in prison or something. But <laughs> I like the fact that there's people out there that just get in and do it. And the other interesting thing is they've usually, they're usually really driven. And I think to do it well, you've got to be driven. You've also got to move at pace. And I think people go too slow. I think sort of money and success like a bit of pace. You've got to get going. The antithesis of that, by the way, is my, my girlfriend and I, we both, like, we're working full time. She's working in the mental health hospital and I'm on business coach and never been busier. We've just watched, we just finished watching Ozark on, on Netflix. It's taken us like a month to watch it, but it is crime does not pay, right? <laughs> it's just a whole series about crime is not something you want to be doing, right? Mm -hmm. And like, even now my girlfriend and I say, if things get bad or like stuff happens, you know, she's had a couple of people die at work, obviously, because you know, it's a hospital. Yeah. Well, at least at least we're not working for a drugs cartel in Mexico. That's like our hide at the moment. <laughs> There's always an upside of life. There's an upside, yeah. Who would play you in a movie? That's the question. Yeah, I know. I was chucking a duck that one. I was hoping you wouldn't come back to it. <laughs> Who would play me in a movie? 
I've got no clue. Um, I'll go for Tom Cruise. Go on, go for it. Tom Cruise. Yeah, I'll take that one all day. Yeah. Although, as you say, you better hope people don't get out of the video. <laughs> right. Jeff, what are your plans for the future? And is it expansion? Is it exit? Do you have an exit strategy? Or would you just carry on until your last breath? Oh, giving away secrets. Yeah, my, um, one of my educations, if you like, my, 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 you know, my badges, for want of a better word, is a thing called value build. I've got quite a good insight into what, what builds value and exit and, and, and how to do that. Um, the business I'm in currently, professional services businesses, they're not ideal for value. Um, I love what I do. I love helping people. So my goal is to treble the size of this business. So it's still not going to be huge. Um, but being in a position with somebody else as the MD, the integrator, I'll be more of the CEO and work a few days a week from wherever I want. I can coach them on Zoom and build a business that can coach on Zoom, although I like doing it in person um, for, for, since I started. So, um, so predominantly about building brand and building that business such that with a marketing team and other coaches and one of them being an MD, doing the integrator role. So that's what this business is for, to drive an income, a good cash generator. Um, the, and give me the life that I want. And I've got, as you'd expect from a business coach, I've got all that mapped out with nice vision boards and, uh, and plans. Um, uh, congruency, you've got to do it yourself first. And um, the other side is the strategic partnerships. I really want to help as many businesses as I can be successful. And it would be likely that some of those partnerships or some of the people in those partnerships I'd actually look to invest in their businesses that are potentially more scalable and more easily scalable than mine and they're building them and I'm just a minority shareholder. So likely the exit strategy would be less likely around my business and more likely around uh, investments and a few other businesses. Fantastic. If you want to build a business that works without you, which is our goal ultimately, one of the easiest ways to do that, given what we do, is to engage with business owners and invest in businesses, invest in business owners who can grow the business for you and you're just a minority investor, it's a win-win. They get help and support to grow the business. They get a bigger business and a small part of that bigger business goes back to me. Mm, like that. But just for, for anyone who's fairly new to the show, my definition of entrepreneurial success is to build a business that when you actually step away from it, it does better without you in it. hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. And there's no doubt there's plenty of people out there better than us. So. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So uh, Jeff, thank you very much. If our listeners want to get in touch with you, how can they do that? Uh, the easiest way is on LinkedIn, uh, Jeff, J-E-F-F, Gosling, G-O-S-L-I-N-G. I'm doing uh, complimentary webinars. They have been every week through COVID-19. They're going to stick to every twice a month. Uh, I'm doing weekly solopreneur club groups, which are currently complimentary, and then they'll be at sort of cover the cost. I'm lots of stuff to help people. Three one-to-one sessions with people who, who are, are kind of struggling or need a sort of bit of a call one-to-one. Um, but the easiest way is LinkedIn, or my email address is Jeff Gosling, all one word, J-E-F-F. G-O-S-L-I-N-G at actioncoach.com or one word. Fantastic, Jeff. Thank you so much for taking this uh, brief delve into the real life of a real entrepreneur, a real business coach. Can I ask you that uh, anyone listening to this share this podcast with anyone who you think would like to start a business or maybe is working as an entrepreneur already, uh, like us on iTunes and uh, subscribe on YouTube because we're going out on both now. And if you would like to take part in the show, simply drop me an email, Damien with an A at rethinkingbusiness.biz, B-I-Z, and we can have a chat. Jeff, here's to your future success. Thank you so much for taking part in the show and speak to you soon. And cheers, Damien. Thanks very much. Bye, everyone.